0: Hello, and welcome back to How About That Crypto? You're watching Daily Crypto News and updates with your host, Bitcoin stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here throughout the week and I explain crypto on Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Sorry I wasn't here yesterday, but I'm back from vacation trying to get back into that work mode and I had some things come up, but uh, the reality is like while there are some things happening in the background, we all are probably looking at this prices being like, what is going on? So, uh, I thought I'd just keep this brief and quick. I mean, I say that, last time I said that, it was a 17-minute episode, but let's see what we get into. So, the big news story today is, what is going on with crypto? Another drop down and everyone's concerned. Well, the reality is we just had the Fed has announced another rate hike because inflation is out of control. And so... I thought I'd just talk a little bit about what uh, happened with the Fed today and explain uh, what it all means. And um, and I have some in- interesting stories for you for tomorrow. Uh, so let's just jump right in. All right, let's see. If you're listening on podcasts, go ahead and uh, either click on the link or just listen up. I'm going to share a screen, and but I'm also... um. I'm also going to play a little clip, okay? So, just listen up. All right. So, author Nick Tamiros, Tamira, Tamiros, T-I-M-I-R-A-O-S, Tamir Aus, Tamiros, uh, reports for the Wall Street Journal, the Fed raises rates by 0. 0.7 percentage points, largest increase since 1994. Okay. Oh, and by the way, this is not financial advice. This is for information, entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below. Do your own research. We've got a lot of time to do research. I would not be personally jumping into anything right now. So uh, now is a good time to learn and understand what moves the market. Are you
1: ready? We at the Fed understand the hardship that high inflation is causing. We're strongly committed to bringing inflation back down. And we're moving expeditiously to do so. We have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. The economy and the country have been through a lot over the past two and a half years. I just want to pause real quick. He said, I just want to go back
0: to something he said. This is Jerome Powell, head of the Federal Reserve. Uh, If you don't know who he is, um, you can go back. I'll leave a link below. And I explain the value of the Federal Reserve. And this is very important. You need to understand the importance of the Federal Reserve. They are the central bank of the United States of America, and they move markets. All they do is come up and people trip over one or two words that they're like, oh, he said and, but not he, but he didn't say, but, you know, it's like, don't fight the Fed. All right. That's a common adage on Wall Street. so. this guy's saying that we are trying to solve these problems. Let me see something real quick.
1: I want to play, re, rewind something. ...families and businesses. The economy and the country have been through. Here we We have go. both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore. We have the tools they need, as in
0: we have the tools that, that the public needs, and the resolve,
1: the resolve or price stability on behalf of american families and businesses
0: for price stability so he just said that they have the tools and the resolve to achieve price stability okay let's go on and let's
1: let's listen to those tools the economy and the country have been through a lot over the past two and a half years and have proved resilient It is essential that we bring inflation down if we are to have a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. From the standpoint of our congressional mandate to promote maximum employment and price stability, the current picture is plain to see. The labor market is extremely tight, and inflation is much too high. Against this backdrop, today the Federal Open Market Committee raised its policy interest rate by three-quarters of a percentage point and anticipates that ongoing increases in that rate will be appropriate. The pace of those changes... Okay, so he's saying that one of the tools that he has
0: is to raise or lower the interest rate. The interest rate that he's talking about is called the Fed funds rate. And this rate is what banks borrow money from the Federal Reserve at. So basically all the capital... That is moving throughout the system it has a base layer of this interest le- level, so it's ticking things up. And so, if you ever if you've ever gone and gotten a mortgage, it'd be like prime plus two percent or something like that. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like you got the Fed funds rate, and then. when the banks need to make money, they need to add to that rate. So it raises the cost of borrowing. So if you have a business and uh, you're having a slow month and you need to make payroll, uh, what you'll do is you'll make, get a short-term loan. And all of a sudden that short-term loan is a lot more expensive and those costs add up. So it, if your business is slow, then that's the case. And it, it could be slow because prices are going up and people are, are starting to get hurt with prices and they need to put their money into gas and they need to put their money into housing. And so, so it's really important. Like these, these rates going up are very, very important.
1: Changes will continue to depend on the incoming data and the evolving outlook for the economy. Clearly today's 75 basis point increase is an unusually large one. And I do not expect moves of this size to be common. From the perspective of today, either a 50 basis point or a 75 basis point increase seems most likely at our next meeting. So he just basically said
0: 75 basis points or 0.75% is is unusual, but we're probably going to do it again. That's what he just said.
1: We will, however, make our decisions meeting by meeting and we'll continue to, to communicate our thinking as clearly as we can.
0: And now he's saying, we're going to raise it by 75 basis points, most likely, but we won't commit to it. So that way we can change our minds
1: based on the data. Our objective really is to bring inflation down to 2% while the labor market remains strong. I think that um, what's becoming more clear is that, that many factors that we don't control Are going to play a very significant role in in deciding whether that's possible or not and there i'm thinking of course of commodity prices the the war in ukraine uh supply chain things like that where we all right so now he's saying hey
0: i got the tools we got the tools we got the resolve to fix this and we and that means by raising the rates is one of the ways we can do that and we raise it by more than we've raised it since 1994 which is like 30 years ago and we're probably gonna have to do it again so this is aggressive policy and uh, that that equates most likely to more turmoil and now he's saying but we actually don't have all the tools. We cannot fix this problem. We need resolution in supply chain issues, such as no more COVID lockdowns in China, uh, or 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 us being less reliant on the global economy and being more reliant on US-made, manufactured, shipped, et cetera, goods, maybe the production of America's own energy. And while the rest of the world might, suffer if we get that then it sounds like if we could change all that then we should be fine but like let's be honest who who thinks if you think that we can we can just turn things around on a dime and start producing America's own energy for example do you think that that's possible and if you do uh tell me about like lead time like let's say oh we're gonna open up this new oil my rig or whatever i don't know like drilling for oil or we're gonna a new nuclear plant even new solar which solar and wind are good but like they don't solve the big problems here uh they are they are a a part of a big solu- of a of a solution but they are not the solution we don't have the technology to store the energy and their energy that they create is not consistent so until then, we still need fossil fuels and or nuclear energy. And that is just what it is. And if you disagree with me, please let me know. Leave a comment below. But like cite some source, not just because whatever emotion you're having about what I'm saying. So anyway, point is, my I'm trying to make a point here. The point is that the Fed can only do so much. So inflation continues to go up and the fed continues to try to make borrowing costs higher which should slow down the pace of money which should what should make things more everything is getting more expensive to borrow money is making things more expensive and and then all these other issues that he's talking about the war in ukraine with supply chain issues and he didn't mention China by name, which I thought was interesting, but he mentioned the Ukraine war by name. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but anyway, well, let's just
1: keep moving on. But the point is here that uh, we're kind of fucked. We really, can't, we really can't. The monetary policy st- you know, stance doesn't affect those things. The thing is, you don't know whether those forces are, how, to the, what extent are they going to be sustained? In other words, will we go back to a world where-that looks a little more like the old world, or are we going-really going to be in a world where major supply shocks go on and on? The history is you you see these waves of supply shocks, as you did in in the 70s, and then they go away. And, and, you know, sort of there's a new normal and things settle down. But, honestly, we don't know uh, what, what that's going to be. In the meantime, we have to find price stability in this new world,
0: all right, well there you go. So he basically said, we're doing the best we can, expect more volatility, accept more more crazy trans, uh, some, some more aggressive policy on our, on our end. Uh, expect these things because we are in this for a long, the long run. I mean, this is what I'm hearing. You know, are you hearing anything else? I mean, there are some people out there that think that the crypto market is just going to turn around. The stock market's going to turn around. All of a sudden COVID's going to, so sorry, China's going to stop with their COVID lockdowns. Putin's going to give us no more surprises, And the world will adapt to the supply chain issue that we have with COVID, or sorry, with Ukraine and the China issues that we have with the supply chains and their lockdowns will go away, which could be helpful. I mean, energy costs will still be high, but I'm sure we could work it out. I mean, we probably could work it out, you know, by adapting to higher prices and maybe working out some other deals and turning some other supplies, uh, supply, uh, production online and, uh, we can get over this, but we're still talking a year, two years, three years. I mean, I want to say, like I said this before, my prediction is next fall, no earlier than this sometime this fall or winter, but. May by next year, next year, like Q end of Q three, beginning of Q four, uh, of twenty twenty three. That's my call, and um, that's hopeful. But I mean, we'll see. Like like Jerome Powell just said, he said that we don't know if these supply chain issues are going to be ongoing. And are they just going to be nonstop? Are we going to be able, are we going to be able to adapt? And uh, is private industry going to make all the adjustments they need to, to reconfigure uh, the global supply chains? Because that's who does it. The government doesn't do it. Private business does it. And, and so like, is that, how long is that going to take? I would imagine it. I mean, businesses, need to continue to move forward and continue to turn on. They're not just going to give up. So most likely you're going to see a lot of changes happening in the supply chain world. So what does that look like? How long does this thing take to play out? You know, can the fed, can the fed slow down the economy enough to get inflation under control is inflation like, what is this inflation that we're seeing? Is it strictly the supply chain issues? Some people will tell you that it's because we printed so much money. But we weren't having we weren't having any problems with inflation before. So where is this, all this coming from? You know, so like if the supply chain issues get solved, will this solve the most of our other problems? I mean, we still have tons of debt and debt is getting more and more expensive to service. So as rates go up, we have to borrow money to, to pay our payments on the debt that we've been borrowing ever since Obama's first trillion dollar stimulus plan. It seems like every single every single spending plan is somewhere around a trillion dollars since then. So we've been borrowing to fund this 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 party, this uh, this economy and all the free shit that everyone wants, like so. Someone's gotta pay for that eventually, right? Maybe. But when you mess with the supply chains and the cost of energy, then you really got problems. The whole concept of debt, could that be figured out and worked out? Maybe. Who knows? There's no absolute here. But what is absolute? You increase the cost of gas, people have a problem going to work. If they got a problem going to work, they can't make money. If they're if they're worried about having enough money to get to work to make money, then They're going to spend less money on other things. If people don't have enough money to buy a house, then they're going to spend less money on other things. Bottom line, period. So anyway, that's the current status. That's what's happening. I do not expect good news for at least three to six months, Um, maybe like sometime in August or September earliest earliest but most likely will be well into the fall before it happens uh fall in eastern time in the u.s united states it is anyway uh i'm continuing the dollar cost average into bitcoin and ethereum i will not stop until i run out of money but at the rate that i'm buying into it it's such a small amount that over the course of a year or so i should even out and average in um, a price, what that price will be, I guess we'll have to find out. Uh, depending on how long this crypto winter lasts, but until people are not worried about getting to work or paying the rent or buying food, I don't think crypto is going anywhere. What do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Please like, subscribe, follow. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Hoddle on.